welcome back to Let's Be Open. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about technology and whether we think technology is helping or hindering our life and also the direction of technology and AI and how it's going for the future and how it will affect us. Do we think it's positive and negative? And also we've got some polls and questions and feedback from you guys over on Instagram. So we're going to share those results as well. Um, If you're new here, don't forget to subscribe and any questions or feedback, drop us a comment. Um, We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now as well. In this podcast, we're going to talk about whether technology is good, whether it's bad, whether it's going in a good direction, whether it's going in a bad direction. So we had the initial uses of technology years ago, which was as monkeys starting developing the first tools, that was our first technology. Developing things out of rocks and bits of wood, bow and arrows and making hammers and smashing nuts open with big rocks. That was the first technology that we had. And these were all things that were designed to make our lives a lot easier. That is the sole purpose really of technology. Technology is to make our lives easier. So it's interesting using that that um, description in the 21st century because for quite some time I've been thinking that technology now doesn't serve that purpose and that it actually makes our life more difficult and I think that it's making our life more difficult every day. Um, When you think about the... I always think about the amount of logins that I've got on um, a computer. Passwords. And you used to have... Yeah, passwords. You used to have just your Hotmail and your MSN then it become, and the login to the computer, then it become Facebook, then it became... Emails. Then it became emails, then it became insurance, then it became, you know, your protein works website, then it became your nutrition marks, expenses, Tesco. It becomes absolutely everything. And I think that that's an example of where... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a camera just fell over, guys. One second. And now I feel like it's getting to the point where, yeah, it's making our lives more difficult. And that's just one small example of it. And obviously, technology does save us a lot of time in a lot of areas. But I just think it's starting to tip over the other direction to where it's actually more hassle than it's worth. Um, Another example is like Instagram and social media and like actually... And the amount that you have to market these things and the amount of algorithms you have to try and bypass to get your content filtered through to the right people, it becomes more about the technology and working your way through it rather than the content itself. It used to be more how good's the content and it will do you well. Now it's more like how good's the marketing and how, how well are you able to utilise the technology in the right way. It just kind of seems like it's causing more hassle than it's, than it's saving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, think that's a dangerous rabbit hole for technology to be going down. Um, I did see a, I um, saw a stat the other day that for, this is another thing. So the internet created 2.1, 2.6 jobs for every one job that it removed. So people always talk about, oh, you know, it's going to be so, so bad if technology takes all our jobs away. And I think, hang on, like the whole point of technology is to make our lives easier I think humans have this real strange socially conditioned mind with, oh, jobs are a great thing. Everyone's got to have a job. Like Jobs are amazing. Your life has no purpose without a job. And I sort of think, but if we could all be working half the amount of time and still have a job, 
but technology is doing most of the jobs, that would be a great thing. But actually, it turns out that technology is creating more jobs than it saves. There's, there has to be so many system, systems in place to keep the technology going. And then it's completely counterintuitive. It's not making our lives easier. It's making our lives harder. It's making us all have to work harder and we're all having to buy into it more and more and work longer hours. And that, to me, is a complete waste of time. It means that technology is going the way that's negative. It's not more convenient. Having Google Maps would be more convenient if... It didn't create two two point six more jobs. Do you get what I mean? That's mm. actually making it less convenient because the convenience is requiring a hell of a yeah. lot more human input. Well, we'll definitely come on to the um, negatives of it later and the positives as well. Mm. Um, but and also we were going to say that technology, when AI, where it is now, is obviously amazing compared to where it was ten, fifteen, however many years ago. It's just constantly getting better and better. Um, the like you know even just having internet phones computers like new things are constantly being invented so it does seem like it's getting more and more and more advanced electric cars um so yeah compared to how it used to be it is getting better in advantage commas um well it's getting more advanced definitely, yeah 100 it's crazy apparently there's um there's a hundred companies working on um flying automobiles at the moment and that'll be here within the next handful of years. It's like, what? That is yeah. insane. Like, that's how close we are. And the are fact that, that by 2030, we're meant to all have a, like, you can't buy petrol or diesel cars anymore, apparently. All electric, yeah. yeah. Um, and now, yeah, the, the tools that we have to our hands, like, the, some of them are really good and that we don't have to rely on other things because the technology is helping us, but actually, Sometimes you find that you have do have to rely on other things. For example, where the technology doesn't work properly, mm. um, so it's quite a paradox, I guess. Because <laughs> sometimes it seems really good, but then when technology goes wrong, which all of us have experienced, it then becomes more hassle than it's worth. Worth. Mm. There was that um, in I think you told me in Texas when there was all the storms and all the flooding last month. All of the electricity went down and no one could even buy their groceries because they couldn't use their car machines anymore yeah and then the fridges didn't work in the supermarkets all the food was going off wow yeah and good old-fashioned cash was doing all right yeah 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 yeah, the cash shops were all doing fine yeah that's crazy within itself actually technology having um i guess we could talk about that how the control and surveillance and the the cashless society is I know a lot of people that think it's a very good thing, but I think there's such bad implications of that, possibly. Mm. If um, if the things that control the technology, if the, the government that's controlling it doesn't have the infrastructure in place to make those things safe, then that could be really, really a scary thing. Having all of your funds governed by other companies and you not being able to govern your own money via cash. A really good example was like British Airways has had quite a lot of, data hacking issues and that was because people have got into their systems like the ICT and stuff Mm. the computers and hacked and taken like hundreds of thousands of pounds from customers uh, or from BAs like earnings or whatever it was but they that's all because of technology that's a fault in technology where someone has managed to hack the system um, which is not not good obviously we thought um, we would actually talk about the polls that I did first as well um, and then we're going to go on to the negatives and positives of um, technology 
So I asked you guys, do you think technology or AI is going in a good direction for us? And 85% of you said no. Um, do you find yourself having to have breaks from technology as it's too overwhelming sometimes? And 71% said yes. And does the direction of how technology and AI is going worry you? 78% said yes. <laughs> Do you think technology is affecting children's development negatively? 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 negatively. <laughs> 96% said yes, which is really scary because obviously technology is going to be involved more and more in children's lives at school. And mm. um, I even was thinking about how, like, you know, back in the day when we were kids, we had like chalk and boards, you know, and like, stuff. Cool. Didn't? How old are you? <laughs> oh, boys, but like now we have like iPads and stuff in school and computers and like yeah all this stuff for children and then with the covid situation it's made it even worse because all these children are being taught at home on computers and stuff and yeah all virtual Mm. i mean it's i mean i don't know if it'll ever happen but maybe schools will become virtual and yeah it does affect children's development another thing is like children are just shoved with an ipad in front of them like to stop them being naughty whereas like when i was little we would draw or read read it books whatever a lot of kids don't read books anymore mm. um yeah that was 96 percent of you thought that it's a bad thing do you think technology is affecting our social skills negatively 93 percent said yes do you think technology is causing more mental health issues 96 percent yes do you think technology causes us to be less present and have a worse attention span 96% yes. Do you think technology causes more body issues in men and women? 89% yes. <laughs> and when you go to the checkouts at supermarkets, do you prefer the normal ones or the self ones? And 56% of you prefer normal checkouts. And does it annoy you when companies always change things like for example apple always changes their charging ports or headphones or whatever 73 percent said yes um and yeah that's all the ones that i asked you guys on my instagram i don't know if you wanted to read some of yours oh no no i don't think there's there's too much point you kind of the gist there is pretty obvious that people think that technology is not necessarily the best for a lot of things yeah but um obviously that doesn't that doesn't take away from the things that it does help us with however i think humans are going to have to start being able to use their willpower better so that it doesn't affect them in these negative ways or getting some sort of infrastructure in place from governments or from companies or things like this to make sure that it goes in a way that doesn't bring people down and make people feel worse about themselves and doesn't cause the divide of rich to poor and poor to get greater and greater. So something needs to be done. I think that's pretty obvious, really. Yeah. Um, well, should we talk about some of the negatives then of technology and then some of the positives? Mm. Leave it with um, a good... A good ending. <laughs> Some stats as well, just thought it might be quite interesting for you, is that on average, people will spend six years and eight... Eight minutes? I don't know if that's minutes, but about six years 
Eight months. Oh, eight months. <laughs> in their lifetime um, on social media based on predictions. So six years of your life will be spent on social media. Just insane, yeah. isn't it? That based is on, insane. That's based on future predictions of what, what things are like right now. And on average, we spend two hours, 24 minutes on social media a day. And there's 3.8 billion people in the world who use social media, which is more than half of the world population. And obviously those are all just social media stats that we're talking about there. Technology comes under a lot of other things as well. That's just social media, um, Mm. which is crazy. Because you've got to think, you might be spending two hours a day on your social media but then you're also using technology like for other things in the day, driving your electric car, going to a self-checkout in a supermarket, um, calling up an automated human on the, on the phone, <laughs> maybe going to work and then using technology at work or going on the train and using your contactless cards through the day on your phone, all those different things through the day. Mm. Mm. Um yeah, some of the negative things um, that we have discussed is what some of them were on the polls earlier that it's going to or it is already causing mental health issues, anxiety disorders um, and body issue, um, it, it body image issues, especially with like Instagram, TikTok, all of those ones. Um, and the anxiety one is became so clear the last year because of COVID so there's been loads of articles and news things saying about how people in the last year, because they've been locked away, just using their phones and laptops, going back to work, going back to normal life is really stressing people out. And a lot more people are having anxiety because they've just not had that social interaction for years, especially people who are like shielding, like for them, socialising is so strange for them. And imagine like in the future when we have these supermarkets that have no people in them, it's just all computers and every time you go out, you don't really see anyone. You don't have that social interaction. Mm. I wonder what it would would have been like in the 1970s having such a pandemic without the technology. Mm. Now we can use cashless and everything goes cashless and stuff like that, doesn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, also this same scenario in 50 years time, I mean, humans might not even be talking to each other at that point because you can just talk to a robot. Yeah. So um, maybe there'd be no problem. The hell we know viruses because people don't even go out of the house because everything gets delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is so quite true. it is quite crazy to think about, isn't it? But I guess we do have to ask ourselves whether that is the life that we want. And I think there is now things like um, like robots and um, dolls that are so lifelike and human-like. You know, these are starting to be created where humans won't even need to have sex with actual humans because the robot will do a better job. And just, to me, that just doesn't seem like an idea of heaven. It seems more like an idea of hell. It doesn't seem like a utopia. It seems like a dystopia to me. Yes, that's another negative, definitely. Yeah, I don't know how you think about that and how most people think about it, but for me, that seems like madness, utter madness. And I think we need to use technology, but not let it use us. I feel like humans are so good at creating all of these things, but actually understanding the fundamental ideas of the direction that these technologies can take is really, really important. And I don't think it is. 
I think that a lot of companies these days, because of the capital, capitalist nature of the world, create products because people want them and they don't actually try and understand whether people wanting them is a good, a good thing or a bad thing. They just create it because it's going to earn them money. That's the, the forefront of it. Every, everyone in this world wants to make money. You have to. We live in a capitalist world. But they take that to the nth degree where it's, I will create this product at the cost of whatever. I don't care. I'll just pump it out because someone will buy it. And I think you have to have a lot more. You have to use your morals a lot more in business. Otherwise, we are going to create this dystopia, which is um very, very scary, I think. Mm. Creating a doll that people have sex with so that it will then humans won't need to go out and socialize at all because they can just have sex with a doll i think have you actually thought about whether that's a good good idea and maybe there needs to be people overseeing certain companies or maybe people just have to use their own moral compass slightly better and actually think is me putting this product into the world going to help the world or is it not and that i think that needs to be higher up in people's um, yeah, the problem with that is I think a lot of people will say, Apple would argue, our product is going to help people. Like, it's going to help people not having to have wires coming out of their ears, so they're going to have AirPods instead. You know, they probably will think that they're helping, but maybe they're not actually helping. Self-checkouts, it was there. All technology is meant to help us, isn't it? Be quicker with the self-checkouts. You don't have to have humans. Yeah, I think maybe this is where there needs to be some sort of intelligent people in the field, people that understand social dynamics and understand humanity instead of just the big tech companies saying, yeah, this is good for this reason mm. without actually getting yeah, to Yeah, like looking current. at things like mental health issues, anxiety disorders, social skills, children's development. That was another one that I wrote down that's a negative of it is, yeah, like children's development being affected. So them putting the product in the world is this going to affect children's development maybe they should think of that as well is what you're saying yeah i think there needs to be people overseeing these things as they get more and more crazy and more and more advanced i think that you need to have people that really do understand the nature and the direction of the way that those things are going creating a sex doll like is that really a good idea have you really thought about that porn being so openly available is that really a good idea i think we need to have smarter more intelligent people governing these things and spreading the message of these things so that fewer of them are created the bad ones obviously the good ones great mm. you know there's there's no problem with the, the thing is defining the good from the bad what is the good and what is the bad that's the hard one i mean there's a lot of people that would say social media is really good but there are a lot of negatives to that, like the mental health issues and the body issue images. So it's finding that line, isn't it, between good and bad. And actually, going on from social media, um, I wrote down that it's causing less real-life connections. So people are having these interactions with people online, maybe even robots in the future, and they're having less real-life interactions with humans, which is definitely a negative Thing and causes all those other issues so bad social skills anxiety disorders and the other one is that every time you open your social media and get a like or a follow your dopamine is lit up the same way you get the same effect as like drugs when you take a drug and that's it's that reward feeling and you're it's very addictive as well your brain is lit up in the same way so you're like oh and it's a real 
kind of buzz every time you open your social media and that can be really addictive and make people go back and want more and more of it which is where it can be dangerous especially if you're teaching that to young children as well Mm. which I thought I didn't have but this I think is somewhere where if technology is so great there should be companies in place people in place that can that can pull apart the data from the Instagram polls from the people, you know, from your polls, essentially, that you've mm. written there, there should be people looking at that, analysing that data, realising humans don't want this. Humans realise that this is bad for them. You know, have a poll. Do you think these things need to be sorted out? Yes, there needs to be less of this on Instagram and almost more democratic than it is at the moment. There needs to be systems in place where experts in those fields, not just Instagram governing itself. A really Instagram cool. isn't moral enough. It's not. Well, they have actually introduced that really good one, which is hide the like count. So that's a re- that's been introduced for that reason because mm. it was causing issues with people's anxiety and body image issues, comparing themselves to others. So they've actually taken that on board and they've hidden. You can hide the like count now, which is a, a good step in the right direction. Mm. I guess also sensitive content. They've put a blur over it on Instagram now, so you can't you don't always see things so one of them it's now like if girls get dick pics in the dms before you'd open your message and it would just be there now it's got a blur over it and you click it it says do you really want to see this image (laughs) might be offensive i guess Mm. that's like a positive thing that they're governing but yeah i know what you mean like not all things are are Mm. governed like that Mm. yeah slightly off topic topic but last night chloe and i were talking about um the age at which you should be voting. Um, I think we both come to the understanding that we were both so didn't know ourselves well enough and so socially conditioned by our parents and the people around us that we didn't actually know ourselves until about the age of 30. And therefore, the governments that control us, if the age of voting was changed to 30, we would probably have a fairer way and a more correct way of people organising us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think 18 is way too young to be deciding who votes what. Like, you yeah. just come out of school, you're in such a conditioned mindset from your parents in oh, yeah. school. Yeah. I was just a conservative all the time yeah. with my parents' views until I learned about myself and understood the world. And at the age of 30, I can safely say... I would not be voting Conservative in this day and age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, also, the thing you were going to say was about e- Enoch. Was there something you wanted to mention about that? Well, I just think that, that um, yeah, there was a guy, a Conservative, I think, um, politician in the 1970s, Enoch Powell, who spoke about, um, not that I'm an Enoch Powell fan, I'm definitely not, that he um, stood up in... Uh, the House of Commons and gave the Rivers of Blood speech, which um, talks about uh, foreign people coming into this country and he sees it as it's definitely going to be a disaster and it's so obvious and we let these people in with our own volition. Um, as I look ahead, I'm full of foreboding like the Roman. I see the River Tiber foaming with much blood, he says, when he's talking about immigrants coming into this country. And I think that you can almost perfectly talk about technology coming in we're letting it in at our own volition and it's going to do destructive really bad things and humans just allow it and i think that is way more applicable to technology than it is to immigrants i just think that to me is glaringly obvious that Mm -hmm. it's going to make things a lot worse and there's probably no stopping it which is yeah which is pretty scary yeah 
Yeah, very true. Um, and also that that we are almost living in a fake world where the online world is becoming more fun than the real world, which is a really dangerous route to go down where you're confusing like nature for what it really is. Like, so you're thinking, oh, it's more fun to stay in and watch Netflix or Love Island on my TV whilst going on my phone on TikTok and Instagram and or talking to all my friends on WhatsApp from my home than going out and being out in nature and experiencing things and turning your phone off and having real life connections. And it's people get sucked in. A really good example is say you've got anxiety, you don't leave your home, don't talk to anyone, it's all online, but you've got a million followers on Instagram because you make these amazing photos at home or something, or you're a chef and you take really cool food pictures and you're getting all this praise and you're getting all these comments and all these messages and it makes you feel really good, but it's all... And also your Instagram can be deleted at any point, which does happen to people, and it's all gone. All that online, your whole, online, your virtual, whole life. virtual life. <laughs> or even if there was a power cut for three days and all of our Wi-Fis went down, you can't watch your Netflix or talk to your online friends or if, say if your data went as well. And it's like, that's quite scary that people are being so sucked into mm. this online world. And then eventually, if yeah, we have robots doing things as well, it'll all be, I mean, you could live your whole life virtually and not have anything really... Yeah. Real. <laughs> I think that's uh, yeah, that's scary in itself. That I always think that with people watching TV. When people watch TV, you're watching other people live their lives, but not really living your own. You're just watching other people, and I think <laughs> that is down to the path of least resistance. That's so easy to do. It's so easy to watch TV at home. You're getting involved in drama without actually getting involved in drama. You you can watch the other guy say the risky thing to a girl, but you don't have to be doing it yourself. And there's kind of that safety in it. But you're going to be living more and more in this world where you're not actually doing things. You're just watching things. And you're going to become more and more... The more people do that, the more you are going to become kind of socially awkward just watching stuff on TV and not talking to people in real life. And the more that we go down that that route, which we are doing more on Instagram and dating people on apps rather than in real life, it's a really strange route to go down because at some point in time, are you going to have any social skills left? Will you be talking to the girl in the bar or will you just be on your phone texting her in the bar because you can't, you're not brave enough to say things oh, yeah. to people? Like that TikTok that we saw yesterday. Uh, Tristan and I saw a TikTok the other day of someone in the audience at Wimbledon um, with their, he was watching a really good game, probably like Fed or something, and he had his phone in front of him and he was just on Tinder swiping whilst he was watching the Wimbledon game so there he is living in his virtual world not living in the real world mm. looking on there not not interacting at all with what's actually going on yeah and that's just crazy isn't it it's going more and more that way and is that really going to be a good thing I think humans it's so easy for humans to do that because they don't have to face their fears they can not go to the party and talk to people they don't know and they won't get triggered because they can just sit there on Instagram and you know if something upsets them, no one's going to see them be upset in front of other people. They can just sit there in the comfort of their own home. And that's all very well and good, but it leads to a pretty stagnant, horrible world where you're living in that world of illusions, which mm-hmm. isn't something that I don't think any of us would want to be part of if we could realise that that's the way that it's going. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, with all of these things in place, do you have the willpower to self-govern and to get off them 
I know that for me personally, my phone is like an addiction. Like it's so clearly an addiction to me and I have to try and be really, really disciplined with it. But I still don't think I'm disciplined enough. And I'm a pretty disciplined individual. So for a lot of people in the world, maybe they don't have the willpower to self-govern. And then therefore, maybe these technologies need to be dumbed down or Mm -hmm. taken away somewhat because we don't have the willpower, I think, to self-govern yeah it's very true um and that comes under the same thing of like also do the people with the power of these technology companies and our government really have our best interest at heart um you know because if we can't control it like you said like and we can't get off our phones are they do they are they doing it for the right reasons making all this technology available to us or do they want us locked up inside because, in the system yeah because to be honest if humans are all locked up inside all working from home not ever going out in the streets getting their food delivered they're causing a lot less hassle so the government's job does become better or they can control does, them easier the yeah but does the world become better because what's good for the government may not be good for us. And that, to me, seems like a dystopia. Yeah, like all the CCTV kind of, you know, watching everything we do, that kind of thing, monitoring everything we do. Is that really good? You know, like they're trying to make um, that you can't camp a van anywhere, stay in a motorhome for the night anywhere in the UK, this kind of thing. More rules and More regulations. Rules, yeah, and then you can't protest about the rules of protesting have now changed all these things to control us do they really have our best interests at heart or is it just to make their life easier to govern the population and control us um yeah and i was going to say also um that with tv as well um reality shows are a really funny one it's like they are us watching like someone else's life kind of thing like and people get so sucked in and they watch it more than like living their own life. The most crazy one is that goggle box yeah. where, where not yeah. even are you watching TV, like watching other people live their lives, you're watching other people watch other people living their lives. I mean, what's next? You're going to be watching the people watch the people on goggle box. I'm imagining that already does exist, does it? And no, just... they don't watch themselves. <laughs> but it's just crazy, isn't it? To think, yeah. think about that and what's actually going on there. Yeah. And also something that happened or didn't it stopped during lockdown is um FOMO, which is fear of missing out. So apparently that really reduced because people weren't allowed to go out. So no one was really getting it because they weren't able to be jealous of other people going and have fun. But that is definitely a real thing where people get anxiety because they see other people going out, having fun, going to festivals, going to parties, going out with their friends. And they think, oh, no, why? Why can't I do that? I don't have friends. Oh, no, I must be such a loner because I'm not going to any parties. Whereas before that never happened because you didn't know what other people were doing back in the day. You didn't have a clue. You'd have to not call them up. You'd have to walk around to their house and have a cup of tea with them and talk to them to find out what they've been doing. You couldn't text them and be like, oh, how was your weekend? You'd have to actually see people Mm. and you'd have to turn up. You couldn't just do a no-show because you can't ring people and be like, oh, I can't come anymore, which is another thing that people do these days is they chicken out of things. People make plans. Yeah, I'll come. Two hours before, no, I can't come now. It's like couldn't do that before you just if you make a plan you go <laughs> yeah and the technology is probably making that a lot 
a lot easier really. yeah yeah it's making people's anxiety almost yeah easier yeah. in the sense they can chicken out more of things and it's and it's making their anxiety worse because they don't have to socialize properly and therefore yeah. the prospect of socializing properly is more scary so they're more likely to chicken out and they can chicken out because they can just text it over mm-hmm. yeah. there seem to be quite a lot of problems i think um for me the the level of oppression that is possible with more technology is really scary that's one of the most scary things i think so i think that when i look at humans and the way that they carry on you look at the amount of world hunger that there is and you think we're so advanced and you could solve world hunger i think if if the top 20 countries gave one percent of their gdp i think it would solve world hunger in like every year and i just think humans aren't that compassionate we're not that the western world are not that compassionate and therefore i think if you bring in you you keep going with technology and make more and more powerful technology more and more control more and more surveillance i think that that's really scary because i don't think that humans are very compassionate Mm. so therefore you've got all this infrastructure in place to govern and to oppress people and there's if if the rules are set up and the government is you know the nazi party got voted in let's remember you could vote the wrong party in or the governments and the the rich people just may not have your best interests at heart i'm sure jeff bezos could solve world poverty alone but does Mm. he have people's best interests at heart no he doesn't care and therefore if with technology in place and all that infrastructure there could be a lot of people in really bad situations and the people at the top of the pile just don't care about them Mm -hmm. and then they are quite literally the divide between rich and poor almost gets bigger yeah at least now you're not trapped like at least now you can walk out the street you can go live in a hut but with the technology in place you may not be able to do that and the minimum wage may go down and down the divide between rich and poor may go up and up and you're the there might be a poor race and a rich race and you're being oppressed and there's nothing you can do about it that was something that someone put in as a question that apparently all the middle jobs are disappearing so there's jobs at the very bottom and jobs at the very top that is one thing that technology is very clearly doing and that Mm. makes it even more clear that that could possibly happen and i think humans need to be kinder and they're not and with technology going that way without a huge paradigm shift that is very scary yeah yeah i think that's a good way to conclude the negatives of (laughs) technology um so we are going to talk about some positives because there are positives as well um so some of the things we discussed were a really good example is medicine and hospitals and doctors and all of that sort of thing and drugs that we have and how the drugs are researched and like if you are pro vaccine for the covid you could say that's a good thing with all the technology people have got and you know it's a good thing that people can go and use their app or whatever some people would say that's a good thing obviously we've got our own opinions but things like scanners mri scanners ct scans x-rays all of that is technology and it's just got better and better over the years and that is going to help people with cancers broken bones all that things you've got the surgeons with more and more of their technology to help cut people open and yeah solve those things or giving birth all of that stuff so yeah in that sense the medicine side of things you know it's it has like helped so many people these days and mm. um chemotherapy and things like that just like even before when you'd go to a hospital you've always got the risk of like sepsis and stuff like that and getting infections and now they're a lot cleaner and so that's a real a real positive things another thing to do with the health is like um epigenetics and 
he- uh, wearable fitness trackers, stuff like that. So it might be in the future that they can work out your epigenetics of what you're going to be predisposed to diseases and conditions wise when you're born and be like, oh, in your family that you've got these type of genes and da da da, you need to eat like this and like and make sure you exercise or whatever it might be. Have a diet that's got more of this because of your family and you're at risk of this at this age. Mm. Um and that could be really good. And even they've started with the fitness trackers now, you know, heart rate, sleep, making us all aware of our health, which is a real positive thing, making us more active with our steps. That's a great thing. Mm. Yeah, and um, there's also these self-running companies which we're right on the precipice of where there has to be no human to profit out of it. So the taxi company you order via your Uber, the driverless car turns up, it takes you to the destination, you pay with your contactless card and the profit doesn't have to go to a human. It's just a self-sustaining company. It goes and fills itself up with petrol or with electricity, I guess. (laughs) And the profit to fix that vehicle goes straight back into that company. And that's a brilliant thing because that really is making humans' lives easier. And there's there's nothing to sort of worry about with that. There's no human interaction that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, those sorts of things are great. And that's where uh, technology is making, you know, taxi drivers wouldn't have to exist. They yeah. could be on holiday all of the year. Do yeah. you know what I mean? That's a, that is a, a genuinely great thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, also that technology has made life easier. Like you think that people, when they used to go on a drive would have to get a road map out and work and they get lost. You have to get that big map out, work out where you are. Don't know what the traffic's going to be like. You don't know about road closures. Now you've got Google maps, takes you the fastest route. If there's a road closure, it takes you a different way. Um, it tells you what the issue is on the road, whether it's a crash or just congestion or whatever, that stuff, that is amazing technology there mm. um and things like voice notes and stuff like when you want to send a quick quick message you can send a voice note to someone the instant communication you can pick up a phone call someone wi-fi like fast broadband all of these things are real positives and do make our life easier and mm. and better yeah. um these um cars these flying cars that are going to be around soon they reckon that will save a lot of space and parking and stuff in mm. cities because people will just be able to fly back to their rural so location like, <laughs> of an around. evening yeah it's so can you strange. imagine that after a night out oh let's just fly home <laughs> <laughs> so weird by the and it would be flying itself of course yeah yeah hopefully not flying into anything imagine like sending your kids to school like right come on freddie get in the plane to school <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll just take you i don't need to just drive you to school yeah <laughs> oh that's so funny um yeah, there's a, there is a lot of... Uh, and also another people. one of, like, on the lines of that is safety. Like, technology has been our car... Our cars are so safe now. Like, ABS, airbags, you know, seat belts, all of these things they didn't have before. You know, if you're in a crash, you're way more likely to survive than even probably, like, 30 years ago. They're just constantly making cars safer and safer for us, which is a real positive thing. And I'm sure when these electric cars come out, they won't be safe at first, but like with our cars when they first came out they weren't and they'll just get safer and safer over time because of technology well yeah they'll be driving themselves i mean yeah you won't even be driving your own car it'll probably be illegal to drive your own car in 20 years time they'll yeah. all be driverless and they'll say well no it's not safe to drive your own car that in itself throws in a whole load of other implications doesn't it because the possibility of hurting someone because you're driving a car and then 
being banned from doing so is a really interesting one because you're not necessarily hurting someone driving a car and to be banned from doing something where you're just possibly hurting someone is a real kind of dark area to go down but I can imagine that is where it will end up being and I'm not too sure that that is a great thing yeah you yeah, can't drive your car because it's not safe wait wait a second I can't drive my car I mean, what's next? You can't walk out onto the street without being escorted by a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they have CCTV everywhere and be like, you can't leave your house. If you leave your house, they'll be like, go back in. Yeah, yeah. We've all seen iRobot, robot, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, Viva Vendetta as well, where they have the cameras and stuff. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that another positive is travel. So planes have got better and better over time. They've got safer and safer, and you can now go to pretty much anywhere in the world direct really quickly as well um and yeah obviously hundreds of years ago they if they were thinking about if someone had said to a person hundreds of years ago oh soon you'll be able to get on a plane have a three-course meal lie in a bed like and fly to wherever in eight hours they would have looked at you like you're crazy but i guess that's how we think about the future so it is getting more advanced and better in that way i mean maybe they'll make faster planes in the future and oh, yeah. it'll be yeah. even better so that's like a real positive that you can get around you can get you can explore our world and planet in like one lifetime which is pretty cool yeah. see all these different countries but what can you see is the other thing it's going to be more high-rise buildings and fucking <laughs> spaceships flying around more humans yeah, yeah less nature and you do have to wonder if that's a a bad thing more all of these companies obviously are trying to gain more profit and using more resources from the earth chopping down more trees more digging up litter more stuff. going everywhere and you have got to think that maybe that could you know i was just trying to thing. say a positive though yeah, I just, I find with this that, for me anyway, maybe it's because I'm clearly not on the tech side, every positive that I can think of is nearly always yeah. really bad. The living longer one, for example, humans what? living longer, humans living forever, it's like, geez, I mean, what we want, we're going to live to 100, it's more and more and more humans it's taking up line, more yeah. and more and more resources, and I think it's what good about, for us as individuals, but overall... I, I, what about a positive of um, the fact that we can build, build houses better these days, and you're warm, like my flat, you're nice and warm inside, and you can build the bricks, and all that kind of technology is really good, and like hundreds of years ago, they didn't have that, that's a real positive, you can live in a nice house... Yeah, no, I I say it tongue-in-cheek when I say there's a negative... Well, I guess there is mostly a negative to all the positives, but, yeah, there's some things that are very useful or, you know, the, the Safer benefits... Safer cars out, as well, yeah. Yeah, I think the benefits way out, outweigh the positives on a few examples, but yeah. not too many, unfortunately. And the other one was that we did think that maybe, but we're still not sure about the fact that it may dissolve capitalism because... It could reduce pointless jobs, but we're still not sure about that because our friend told us that there's still going to be a lot of people at the top and a lot of people at the bottom and it's the middle jobs that go. But if they can get rid of the jobs at the bottom as well with technology, that could be a really good thing. You, you know, get robots doing that, then I think that's great. You haven't got people having to do that sort of stuff and get paid rubbish money. Yeah. So that can be a great thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's all the positive I had. Did you have any other positives? <laughs> Obviously, probably not for you. <laughs> no, I wrote. I wrote all of those things that you wrote down. I just yeah. there was um a few downsides to most of the upsides. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I think that if humans utilize technology and there's a paradigm shift and we are more compassionate and we learn to have more willpower, 
then I think technology can be a great and a wonderful thing. And my friend Tim was talking about how quantum computing, I don't know too much about it, but he was saying that it can make decisions and it can use non-emotion because it's a computer and it can... Um, Jordan Peterson talks about how um, hierarchies can tilt towards tyranny over time and all of the way that humans interact are hierarchical. And if you... Sorry, my phone's just sort of vibrating. <laughs> and if you can um, use quantum computing to use a non-emotional response and it can create a hierarchy which doesn't tilt towards tyranny over time, it could create a fairer world. Mm-hmm. Whether, however though, whether institutions and big companies and rich people will allow these computers to come into use and to make these decisions where the governments will want these things to come into place is another story because if you think about yourself uh, on a hundred grand a year you're in the top certain amount of the population so would you want a quantum computer coming through and making it slightly more communist because you would have less material wealth and that is a really interesting concept because maybe the computer would never be allowed in because the people at the top of the pile think, well, we don't yeah. want that, do we? Yeah. So maybe it would just be used to govern the people below them and then you've got some sort of strange communism coming in. Yeah. So there's a, there's a real benefit there if the... It, it reminds me of Lord of the Rings, actually. If the possibility to get rid of that ring... You know, if you can get rid of that ring, then great. But can you get rid of that ring? Can you get that quantum computer set up to make things fairer for all of humans? Maybe, but mm. maybe not. Yeah. They could in Lord of the Rings, so let's hope they can on yeah. planet Earth. <laughs> we won't be around to see, so good luck to anyone who's having kids now. <laughs> kids might see it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that probably concludes it quite well, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think, um, in conclusion, I think that we all need to be slightly better with our willpower. We need to not be buying into the negative aspects of technology. Um, Companies that don't care for people, we need to try and avoid these companies. Yeah, and it depends on how you, you as a person use the technology. So if you are finding your, I don't know... When you go to the supermarket, if you can, go to the checkout if that's what is better for you or whatever. Or with the, with the social media stuff, just delete it for like a week if you need to. Or... Yeah, willpower, man. Yeah, yeah. And you can like, you don't have to delete your accounts. You can delete the apps and then maybe just log in like twice a week. Or even like I was thinking of doing, um, starting off with one day a week. So just delete the apps a whole 24 hours one day a week i mean it's, you could do that once you know on a saturday every saturday delete it or mm. do it every weekend and then you just reinstall it and log back in and your, your stuff is still there that can be really good for people to do because i actually got locked out of my instagram for a day and it was so strange because when i open my phone i'm so used to just clicking instagram like it's almost like and i, I know tris does it too because your times open your phone talking to me and just you just click it and you look at it like, why am I on Instagram? I'm not meant to be on Instagram, I'm meant to be on something else. And it's so automatic. So then I opened it and I didn't have an Instagram there. So I was like, oh. <laughs> so I just didn't go on it for a day. And it was really odd, but also quite nice. Like, because I didn't feel that pull towards my phone as much. Obviously I had WhatsApp and my clients to talk to. But so yeah, doing things like that can be really positive. So how you use it really. And if you've got children, monitor their usage of technology as well. Get them out doing real life things, interacting mm. with other kids. 
And just, yeah, just trying to use your willpower. I mean, understanding yourself and understanding when things are negatively affecting you. Humans are notoriously bad at doing that. Is it better to be swiping on Tinder to meet people or is it better for your well-being and for your social skills to go out and try and talk to people? And I think that yeah, humans are bad at seeing what one of those is beneficial for them. And one is a lot easier than the other path of least resistance the easy things in life tend to not develop you as a human quite so well so try and have the willpower try and have the understanding of the direction that certain things are taking you and avoiding them you know watching porn is porn really benefiting you or is it actually causing you to have higher expectations is it actually a really really bad thing you've got to have a lot of uh, a level of self-awareness where you can understand these things and then apply it and applying it is sometimes really difficult for me not going on Instagram is very difficult for me to do. So sometimes, I, like you say, I'd have to just delete it off my phone because yeah. I'm not, I don't have enough willpower to do it. Yeah. So making those decisions and sticking by them is very hard for humans to do. But that's... Almost forcing yourself into it by deleting the app is yeah. the only way. But we're being rammed down this path of technology. So I think that's the only thing you can really do. Yeah, yeah. I think Instagram put up the other day, one of the owners of Instagram, he said that they need to keep up with other platforms. And because TikTok is now becoming almost bigger than Instagram, they need to hurry up and think of ideas to do the same. And he was saying that they're going to prioritise their e-commerce, shopping and video content, which basically means posting photos. People won't see your photos as much. And it's funny because Instagram was originally for photos, but because technology is advancing and YouTube and TikTok is doing so well, they have to then keep up. And it's just, yeah, that's where it's it's crazy and it's all moving so quickly. Mm, yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's a good a good conclusion. So if you guys enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, give us a like or comment. Um, and yeah, we'll see you on our next episode. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Bye. <laughs>